You're listening to Bloom in Tech with David Bloom. This podcast sponsored by Fabric Media in Venice, California. Hey everybody, it's David Bloom. Welcome back to yet another episode of Bloom and Tech, the merciless dissection of the collision between media, entertainment, and technology. Well, not that merciless, but I certainly have a lot of fun looking at the mayhem and talking about it with all you fantastic people out there. Thanks to you and to our sponsors for helping make all this possible. I'm coming to you from a beach in western Panama at Las Olas Resort in Playa del La Barqueta, outside of David, Panama. It's a pretty cool place. And I'm here for a couple of days after spending a week in Panama City at the Panama International Film Festival. I'll have more cool conversations coming up out of that festival. But right now I wanted to talk a little bit about Snap's Good Week and the challenge that remains ahead of the upstart social media slash camera slash other things company. It's been a long while coming, but Snap finally had some things to celebrate in the last few days. Uh, Now we need to see if the company's beleaguered shareholders and remarkable young and loyal user base can keep up celebrating for a while. In its first ever partner summit, the company announced a slate of new episodic original shorts, further investing in keep them around content to help improve user engagement. Initial shows had some successes, though none of the names involved so far are big outside of Snap's own universe. But the originals are another reason for users to stick around. And Snap is doing a Donald, playing to its base, in this case of ardent teen users, and they are building from there. That's the smartest thing they could do. Snap's also getting into the multiplayer game business, another way to retain users. Bitmoji Party is hardly a game for the ages beyond being one of Snap's first 10 such titles. But skeptics should remember how much even crappy, and I mean crappy, casual games helped drive Facebook user engagement in the years right after it went public. And they have a lot to um, say thank you to Zynga, though they didn't treat them well on the way out the door. More generally, the company also announced a long string of integrations with other prominent digital companies, including Venmo, Fitbit, Tender, House Party, Visco, GoFundMe, Amazon, Breaker, and Anchor. With these latter two, by the way, you can share my Tech podcast through Snap. So get to it, oh loyal readers and listeners. Snap also announced integration deals with prominent apps out of India and the Middle East, showing some international ambitions just as it's rolling out in the vast Indian market in a serious way. Wall Street likes seeing rising user engagement numbers, i.e. the time people spend on an app, What they really like are new ways to make money. Both games and original content will do that, boosting Snapchat's advertising and branded content opportunities. Another big win if they do it right. More importantly, the company is effectively trying to build a mobile ad network by selling ads that run inside sites other than its own. It's a way to make more money without adding more users. Instead, Snap will harvest more value from the ones it already has. As the always wise Wall Street analyst Rich Greenfield of BTIG Research put it, the moves represent, quote, less camera, more platform. For a company that famously described itself in its IPO as a camera company rather than a social media site, that's a big change. Quote, co-founder Evan Spiegel even led off the keynote calling Snapchat a 
camera platform versus camera company, Greenfield wrote. Quote, the distinction is important, and we would not be surprised for Snapchat to ultimately become simply a mobile platform with the camera as just one component of that mobile platform. In reaction to all that, Snap shares are at their highest levels since last summer, up 123% since the start of the year. Finally, the company rolled out a long, long, long overdue rewrite of its Android app, along with a heavy marketing campaign and a handful of videos to help promote the change. The Android version was notoriously bad, far worse than the iOS version, that the difference between the two apps remained for so long must count as some special sort of corporate technological malpractice. Pro tip for all you young CEOs out there. Creating a better user experience on the most widely used mobile operating system is a really good idea, particularly when your business is built solely on mobile devices. It's particularly important if you're going to try to expand in international markets, such as India, that are overwhelmingly using Android devices. Snap is also settling into its fancy new office space next to the Santa Monica Airport. And they're also next to Activision Blizzard and Sinclair's Stir operations over there in suburban Los Angeles after years scattered across nearby Venice rentals. Reports from inside the notoriously secretive company suggest that the consolidation has reduced the siloing and isolation many workers felt previously. And all this is happening amid what must feel like karmic payback to chief snap torturer Mark Zuckerberg and his gang that can't shoot straight over at Facebook. Those are the same folks who so mercilessly copied Snapchat's best features into Facebook, WhatsApp, and Instagram, even naming them the same thing as they are in Snapchat. As Instagram took off in pop culture, Snap nearly burned to the ground, its stock price dropped below $5 a share, cash got tight, Kendall Jenner flounced off, and so too did many users unhappy about a failed redesign of Snapchat's famously obscure interface. Since then, however, Facebook has floundered through a relentless string of largely self-inflicted injuries. The company's reputation is in tatters. A new poll shows that only 6% of Americans feel that they trust the company, and its valuation dropped by $250 billion, though it has since recovered about half that. It's enough to make you think the Calvinists or the Buddhists are onto something about right living. Amid all this good news about Snap, however, there are plenty of reasons for continued skepticism. First of all, the company has to actually keep building all the original shows, games, ad network, Android app, and other products they finally have begun to deliver. It's not heartening to hear about the long development cycle the company needed to get that new Android app out the door. This one took way too long, more than two years, another reason why giving a 27-year-old CEO majority control of a publicly traded company can be a bad idea keep that in mind as we look at all these new IPOs coming out this year. And while creating original shows and games makes a lot of sense, making them consistently enjoyable and useful is much more complicated. You can ask Zuck how things are going with Facebook Watch and Live. And truth be told, for all its horrendous missteps, Facebook isn't going away, even if Snapchat's users strongly believe that it's only good for the olds, if that. Much more importantly, Instagram isn't going away either. Right now, for instance, thousands of high school seniors are checking out the class of 2023 pages at whatever colleges admitted them, deciding which crew they want to hang with for the next four years of their lives. They can't do that with Snapchat. And looming on the horizon, making a sound not unlike Peter Pan's alarm clock swallowing crocodile, is Chinese karaoke video king TikTok, 
A lot of teens and tweens who otherwise might be on Snapchat are hopping on that ticking train instead. The recent explosive success of the song Old Town Road by the unlikely hit-making combination of Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus showed TikTok has gotten big enough that it can launch a crossover music hit, too. You can bet the always influential music industry is watching closely. So, for all the inner peace and outer progress that Evan Spiegel and his team have achieved the past few weeks, it's good to remember that long-term success won't occur in a snap. And it's not clear it will occur at snap either. So this is David Bloom. Thanks again for listening, and thanks again to my sponsors for all their support. Continue to uh, rate, review, and share if you happen to like the stuff that I do. Otherwise, just keep it a secret, will you? Really appreciate your time, and please stay tuned for more reports from Panama. I'll be back very soon, but uh, I'll tell you that uh, sitting by a rolling surf a couple hundred meters from the front of the little space that I'm in, and uh, listening to tropical birds has its upsides when you want to unwind a bit after a crazy few days. So this is David Bloom for Bloom and Tech, over and out. You've been listening to Bloom in Tech. I am your host, David Bloom. Thanks so much. And our podcast has been sponsored in this episode by Fabric Media in Venice, California. Take care, everyone. Thank you.